Have you ever been surprised by how people on both the pro-life and pro-choice side of the abortion debate state that they are valuing life? Everyone, all right, almost everyone, agrees that life is valuable, but people can vary wildly in how they express that. Why is that? This, this is Talk Anything, and let's talk about life and how there are different things people can mean when they say they value life. Now, valuing life could mean valuing all life, including animals, plants, and other forms of life. It could just mean valuing human life, or it could mean only valuing the lives of people in your nation, group, or family. But however broad you cast your net of valuing life, there are still ways in which you are likely to value it. So if you only value human life, there's still different ways to value that. The first way is to value life um, because it is. We value life for its existence. Nothing else is required. We care about life because it is life. Depending on the person you ask, they will almost all say that killing is wrong. But some will say that's okay to kill enemies in a war. Some will say that's okay to kill animals. Some will say that's okay to kill fetuses. Some will say that's okay to kill criminals. Or some will say that all killing is wrong. But the emphasis on perpetuating life itself for no other reason than it is a life that we value is only one of the ways that we value life. The second way is valuing the lived experience. In this, it isn't just the existence of life, but the quality of it that matters too. Whether the life was fulfilling or miserable, comfortable or distressed, actually matters. Do you care whether someone is in pain, even if that pain is not fatal? Do you care if they are having a happy and fulfilling life experience? Do you care if they struggle and suffer in life versus flourishing and growing? Do you care whether an animal has a peaceful versus a violent death? If so, then you value the lived experience aspect of life, and not only the existence of life. The third valuation is perhaps less obvious, even though we make daily choices based on it, and this is valuing life for what it can offer us and or our society. Valuing others for what they can offer is actually a very large part of how we value life. What can this person do? What can, they what can they contribute? Can they make my life or others' lives better? Will they reduce the quality of our lives and the lives of others? Do you value your doctor for the medical care they provide? Do you value your partner or friends for the social interaction, entertainment, and joy they give you? Do you value animals or plants for the food they offer? And do you value someone less who undermines you or your goals? If so, then you value what life offers and not just the life itself or just the experience that life has. Now, at this point, I'd like to remind you that your own process of thinking through things is going to be the most important. You may have never thought to ask the question, what are the different aspects of valuing life? But now that you have the question, you might be able to find examples in your own life. 
Now, as always, I encourage you to think through it yourself rather than rely on my presentation or only on the things I see because you might see more. What you might notice could be far more meaningful in your own life and even to others. So if you take some time to think and talk about these ideas with yourself or your friends, that's going to bring the most value. But if you'd like to hear a few of the aspects of life and culture I have noticed that apply to this, keep watching. Maybe these ideas will trigger you to think of even more. I introduced this video with the pro-life versus pro-choice abortion debate. Both sides saying they value life, even though they can take exactly opposite stances. But this makes more sense when you consider the three valuations of life. When you look at the arguments made from the pro-life side, you can probably see a heavy influence of the first valuation, valuing life as life. These arguments can stand out to say that it doesn't matter whether that child or the mother will have a negative experience nearly as much as it matters that the child has the opportunity for living. On the pro-choice side, you have arguments that emphasize the second valuation, valuing the lived experience. They tend to emphasize the experience of the mother, the cost to her mental and physical health, and the cost to her autonomy. You'll see arguments that point out the lack of a lived experience of the fetus and the quality of the life that that child born into an unfavored condition might suffer. These arguments are emphasizing the value of life as a lived experience rather than only the existence of a life. Both sides speak with terms of protecting and valuing life, but both emphasize two different ways to value life. You'll find this in other political topics too. What do we do about criminals, after all? If you value the first, you might say, lock them up, never let them harm another. If you value the second, you might say, reform them, treat them with human dignity, and teach them a better way. If you value the third, you might say, kill them. They cannot offer society anything more, and keeping them alive will only cost the rest of us. What about immigration? Do we value only the fact that they, the immigrants, are alive, and only allow them asylum if they are an immediate threat of death? Do we value their lived experience and wish to offer them a chance to have a better life? Or do we value what they can offer to us, and only allow them entry if they are able to work and provide significant economic benefit to society. Do you care about the homeless? If so, do you care about getting them enough food to survive, such as with food banks and soup kitchens? Do you care about their lived experience, such as providing homes, rehab, and social supports? Or do you care most about the value they offer to society, such as getting them back into the workforce, stopping them from dirtying the streets, or moving them away from begging on street corners to somewhere where they won't disrupt your own life. What about caring for the chronically ill? Do you require people with terminal illness to sustain their lives as long as possible, no matter the cost? Would you offer them ways to end their painful experience early, such as assisted suicide or pulling the plug? 
Or would you seek a route that makes your own experience the least painful, such as sending them to a facility where others can care for them till their death? And then you have aspects in raising children. When you've raised children, do you care about them just because they exist? Do you care about the quality of experiences they have? And do you care about the, uh, uh, their ability to support themselves in the future and support you in your, old, in your old age? If you have rules in the home, are they aimed at protecting the child's life? Or are they aimed at protecting them from painful experiences? Or are the rules in place to make your life as a parent easier and more comfortable? In your daily engagement in society, do you care about the fast food worker who gives you burgers or the factory worker that makes your clothes? If so, do you care that they exist and have a job that can keep them from starving? Do you care about whether they can afford a comfortable living with their job? Do you care about the work they do and them being able to provide you with what you want at a minimal cost to you? All of these questions are questions related to these three ways to value life. Again, I encourage you to figure these questions out for yourself. Um, personally, I'm convinced that probably everyone will discover that they have elements of all three valuations of life. Valuing life for life, valuing the lived experience, and valuing, valuing life for what it offers. But we can all vary wildly on which we give a higher position in which situations. Whether that be in our daily choices, in our political goals, or in our definition of morality, when we argue with others about what choices are the best for protecting life, ask yourself this. Are the differences between your views based on a different way in which you value life. Keep questioning, keep talking, and I'll see you in the next random topic.